Okay, good morning, everybody. How are you today? Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll start at Daf Tzadik Hei, Amad Aleph, and Maseches Pesachim. We're moving on along in Pesachim, almost at Arvei Pesachim. We're starting from the very top. The Mishnah says, what is the difference between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni? We know that Pesach Rishon is in Nisan, Pesach Sheni is in Iyar. The Torah itself described Pesach Sheni, as we've been discussing. It's Kedai to read the Pesachim. We'll be discussing these Pesachim throughout the Daf. The Pesachim say that B'chodesh Sheni, right? So the first Chodesh is Nisan, second Chodesh is Iyar. So it's, this is referencing the Pesach Sheni, Korn Pesach Sheni, as we've been discussing at great length. It was meant for those individuals who were Tamei during the Pesach Rishon. We'll see that this was really for the Tamei Mace of Pesach Rishon. This is assuming that Rov of the, of the Am was not Tamei Mace, right? In the case when Rov of the Am was Tamei Mace, just reviewing as we've been discussing, then the entire nation would bring the Pesach Rishon and that would be that. However, if, for, for whatever reason, we'll see, and we already discussed Derech HaChokah and all the other um, circumstances, but if there were individuals left over who could not participate in Pesach Rishon, so then they had their Pesach Sheni, and just like the Pesach Rishon, it was on the 14th, just in the next month, and then it says amazingly, just like with the Pesach Rishon, you eat it Almatos Marim. And then it says, uh, also there should be no no side, just like the Pesach Rishon, also similar to Pesach Rishon, you can't break the bones of the Pesach Sheni. And then it says, that you should do, like all the laws of the Pesach Rishon, all of those laws should apply to the Pesach Sheni. So it sounds like the only thing that's different between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni is the date that it's, right, the Torah goes to great lengths to even outline some of the halachas of Pesach Rishon and to say that those halachas apply to Pesach Sheni. But we'll see in the Gemara how some of those are, have the Pratu Klal element to it, uh, and we'll see very soon that's how the Gemara will discuss. So you would think, well, we should say, might be Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, that it would just simply be the date. But no, there are other differences between them. For example, just to give you a heads up, so all of these things have to do with the actual bringing of the Korban itself, right? But what about everything around it? Are you, how about, how about Chametz? Are you, do you have an Isra of, of, uh, of Tashbisu? Do you have a, right, a Kiyom of Tashbisu? Does that apply also? Well, that's not really a Korban Pesach issue. That's a general holiday of Pesach issue. So let's see. Says the Mishnah. And now I really prepared you for this line. Okay, so the first thing that the Mishnah points out is that you do have, obviously, Now it's interesting, right? That the Korban Pesach, does anything happen to the Korban Pesach itself if you have, right, if, if you, let's say you had a Chametz back at home and you made Aliyah Laregel. So, so what does that have to do with the Korban Pesach? So, so we'll see. The actual, there's an actual Isser to possess Chametz on Pesach and that has to do with Pesach Rishon. And Shani, you can have, obviously, Chametz at home, and you can still bring the Pesach Shani. HaRishon continues the Mishnah, Ta'on halal b'achilaso, v'ashani, eino ta'on halal b'achilaso. So, they used to, during the, first, during the bringing of the Korban Pesach, they would recite halal. As we will see, uh, that in fact, everybody did the halal while they shechted, meaning halal would be sung twice for Pesach Rishon. Once when you shechted, and then once when you eat it. We call that kind of like the Pesach Seder, right? That we're eating the Korban Pesach, and we're saying halal. Uh, however, with the Pesach Sheni, they did in fact say a halal when they were shafting it, but not ba'achiloso. Not, not when they're later sitting around to eat it. Okay? Now, let's discuss some ways in which the Pesach Rishon and Sheni are the same. Zevazeton halal basiyason. Right, so this is exactly what we're saying now, that both the Pesach Rishon and the Pesach Sheni, you would sing halal while you're being shechting the korban. They're both eaten roasted. We, we are not surprised by this because it says that in the actual Pasuk, right? With matzah and mar, v'dochen es ha-shabbos. That's also very significant, that just like the korban Pesach is doche shabbos, so too the korban Pesach Sheni would be doche shabbos. So now we dig into some of the limudim. You can't beat yourself up if you don't follow exactly the limudim. We've encountered this before, already having gone through, all the way since Brachos, we've had these issues where it's, you can't always draw a direct line. Rashi himself sometimes says, yeah, I, I, it's hard to say 
exactly how they learned this bedavka. Uh, so, for example, when you have klal prat, so you say, okay, it's to exclude something, to include something, but it doesn't always spell out what it's including and what it's excluding. For that, you, you'll sometimes have a machlokas, you know, there'll sometimes be a masora. Just to know that you're including or excluding. You have a, let's say you have a prat, a klal, a klal, a prat, and you're trying to include it and exclude things. You don't always, it's not always the favorite. So we see we have a masora, that's why we have the gemara over here, and with that, we will resume the gemara as follows. Tanar bottom. We had a price that says the following. Techol chukas pesach yasu oso. Right, so that's what the pasuk says at the end. Right, we had two pesukim describing the korban pesach sheni uh, relative to korban pesach rishon, and it says yasu oso. They should do it. So it says the brayso the mitzvah shavugufa kasim daver. Right, by saying yasu oso, the word oso implies that the similarity between the pesach sheni and pesach rishon has to do with the actual korban. This would explain right why it has nothing to do with let's say whether you have chametz at home or not, because that has no bearing on the actual korban itself. Right, so that's what it means. The mitzvah shavugufa kasim daver. It's talking about the korban pesach itself. Mitzvah she'al gufo minayin. So that's the difference between mitzvah she'be gufo and mitzvah al gufo. So like for example, tzli as the, as the Mishnah pointed out. So that certainly has to do with the actual korban itself. Al gufo means like a, like on top of it or peripheral to it, but still part of the, right, the korban ceremony. So that would be very much like al matzos umerorim yachluhu, as the Brisa continues to say. Talmud lomar, al matzos umerorim yachluhu. So again, what the Brisa is doing here is it's taking al matzos umerorim yachluhu as a paradigm. Right, when it says, when it says Yasu Oso, that's a paradigm for anything that has to do with the goof of the Corbin itself, like the, right, like the roasting of it. When it says Al Matzus Mechlu, that's saying that not just this mitzvah of eating it with Matzus as the Mishnah delineates, but anything that would have to do with stuff that you do in conjunction with the Corbin at the Corbin site itself would have to be the same in Pesach Sheni as it were in Pesach Rishon. Um, as the Gemara, as the Brisa continues to say, Yachal Afilo Mitzvah Shalom Al Gufo, you might have thought that even things that are totally extraneous to so the carbon pesach will be okay because so how far does that extend right that's something that doesn't have to do with the actual preparation of the carbon it's just sort of peripheral to it with the carbon so would that mean so you might have thought says the gemara according to the brisa that would mean that even you can't even have chametz at the house talmud lomar so the etzim lo yishburbo kind of brings you back in the following sense Right, just like this idea of you can't break the bone is actually something that is um, exclusive and intrinsic to the Korban Pesach, Avkal Mitzvah Shibagufo. So, so too, right, any, any other aspect of the Korban Pesach Rishon, if it's going to, in order to apply, right, to the Pesach Sheni, it has to be, you learn from Esim Lo Yishbirbo, that it has to be at least somewhat related to the Korban itself. It can't just be this extraneous thing of Chavetz Umatza. So, Rashi himself over here start, is trying to, starts to, to explain. If you see the Rashi, Mashi Rasatsim Yuchadet, Lakaman Yalaf Abirpatu Klal. He says the Gemara is going to walk you through the Pratu Klal. Because w- the reason why Rashi has to tell you this is because, right, how do you know? <laughs> how do you know that Etzim Loish Burubo? Etzim Loish Burubo is referring to the Carbon Pesach. Fine, we know that has to do with the Carbon. Amatis Marmichlu means it doesn't have to do with the Carbon. But how do you know that it's talking about the Carbon, but it really is expanding to something that's peripheral to it, and then it's really bringing you back in? So Rashi says it's not intuitive necessarily. It's not Mukhorch, I should say, right? It's not necessary to, uh, you wouldn't necessarily have. Um, by definition, defined the halachas this way, but for the fact that the Gemara is going to walk you through how the cloud prat really works. There's a masora for this. Okay, so that was the Tanakhama of the Brisa. Just finishing up the Brisa here in the Gemara. Isi ben Yehuda mer yasu oso. It's interesting. Isi ben Yehuda is saying instead of having the yasu oso and then expanding it with amatas mer michlu and then contracting it again with the etzam lotish berbo, the yasu oso takes care of all of it just with one pasuk. So of course, for Isi ben Yehuda, you're going to need to explain why does he, why do we have these extra pasukim of etzam lotish berbo and Right, and, and the Amatzah Shemarim Yechlu. Right, because again, when we were first reading the Psukim, uh, at the beginning over here, before we read the Gemara, so the Psukim are interesting. They're delineating, right, a whole bunch of things that are the Arlachas of the Quran Pesach Rishon, saying all those things apply to the Pesach Sheni. But they could have just said, right, that, like, the Yasu Oso, right, and from there, you just know that whatever applies to Pesach Rishon, you apply to Pesach Sheni. So, according to Isi Ben Yehuda, why are you 
uh, delineating extra halachos, you don't really need them. We'll see what they're used for. Okay, so Amar Mar. So now we're going to go like this. Yochel af mitzvah shalol gufo. Let's analyze this price again. So we said it's possible that you would have thought that extraneous things like, for example, um, you know, like, for example, that you can't have chametz, you, you would think that that is not, that, that even that would apply to Korb Pesach Sheni. So ha'amret b'mitzvah shibu gufo kasem adabra. So the Gemara asks, but you said that the Yasu Oso already teaches you, right? Kachol, Chukas Pesach Yasu Oso, that already teaches you that those are things, like Isi Ben Yehuda says, that are intrinsic to it. So the Gemara says, Hachi Kamar. Now, this is what the Bryce means. It means, Hashad Amet Amatus Merom Yochlu. Now that you've already said that it's that it applies, that the halach of Korban Pesach Sheni applies to certain things like Matzah Mar that are extrinsic to it, Alma Yasu Oso Lav Dafkahu. That, in fact, teaches you what? That it expands to sim- right, the similarity of Pesach Sheni to Pesach Rishon beyond the Korban Pesach itself. And in other words, when we say Yasu or so in the Pasuk, we already know from Matzah Yochlu that it can't mean just the Korban Pesach. So, But if that's the case, says the Gemara, so then just learn it as a Pratuklau. The Pratuklau would be, right, the Yasu or so means a generalization. So you would think that the whole Pasuk, right, would be Moshe Falaprat, as the Gemara says. Venasa Klau, Moshe Falaprat. Vafilu Kol Mili Namik. Right, you would think that therefore, again, the way the Kala Prat works is that the, that even though you have a Prat, so then, then the Prat is generalized. The Prat would be here, and then you're gonna expand it to Yasu also, which means everything. And then everything would mean that everything should be, right, included, meaning that everything should be in the Korban Pesach Sheni, the same as it were in the Korban Pesach Rishon. Kamash Malan, and for that reason, the Torah has to say that the only ones, uh, aspects of the Korban Pesach Sheni that's like the Korban Pesach Rishon are those that have, are at least somewhat intrinsic to the Korban Pesach and not totally extrinsic. So this is a long way of the Gemara explaining that by having uh, multiple examples, some of which are intrinsic and some of which are not, really there's three levels, right? There's totally intrinsic, like Sli, there's peripheral, what our school calls peripheral, like Almatis Mar which are not really part of the actual preparation of the animal, but have, but are but are brought with it, and then there's the third level, which is totally extrinsic, like a, like um, um, not having chametz in your house, right? Like by your eye, by your So by having multiple examples, what we're saying is it means that it's not totally extrinsic. Those are not included in the korban pesach sheni, but those, but it's also not limited to that which is totally intrinsic, like tzli. It also has the application of almatus marim yachlu. And again, like Rashi says, it's taking you to the cloud, uh, but it's not necessarily something you could have figured out at home on your own. You need this masora for it. So now the Gemara is going to ask what we indicated before with regards to Isi ben Yehuda. Isi ben Yehuda learns everything from Yasu also. So why does he need these extra psukim? Asks the Gemara. Isi ben Yehuda, hi etzem, hi avidle. Why does he need the pasuk of etzem? So mibayli le'echad etzem she'ish b'moach ve'echad etzem she'ein b'moach. Wow. Interestingly, he says that it has to do that that if you have Rashi here is, is perplexed. Rashi, Rashi, etzem she'ish b'moach ein b'moach says Rashi v'tzmiyali amaylo ba'inami lo yashiru right because there's multiple things that have to do. Uh, there's not just Amatsmar Mechlu, but Noisar. Lashir Menu Adboker. Noisar is also considered something that has to do with the Korban Pesach, somewhat peripheral. And so Rashi has a, a whole, right? Rashi considers this uh, somewhat problematic. And again, if you're perplexed, don't beat yourself up because it's hard to follow a Mukhrech thread here. But be that as it may, as the Gemara says, Isibin Yehuda says that a bone that has marrow and a bone that doesn't have marrow, maybe you would have thought that there would be a difference because as we had discussed earlier, um, a few Dapim ago, uh, maybe two weeks ago, that the marrow is edible, and since the marrow is edible, perhaps that marrow would be considered part of the flesh of the Korban Pesach, and so perhaps you would need an extra limud, right, for etzim lotish berbo, to apply to the actual bones of the Korban itself, since it doesn't have to do with the flesh of the Korban, but it has to do with some, a part of the Korban that you wouldn't necessarily, f- so for example, theoretically, if there was a marrowless bone in the Korban Pesach, you wouldn't have to burn it, right, you'd be able to toss it, uh, but would you have to break it, would you not have to break it, after all, it's a marrowless bone, so it doesn't have technically edible Korban Pesach in it. So that's something that's a little bit, the Hava Amina is that it's a little bit peripheral to the Garden Pesach, and therefore it would need to be included in Vedzin Lotish Verbo by the Pesach according to Isi Ben Yehuda. Fascinating. 
The Gemara asks, Rabbanon ha Yasu Oso Abdile. So it's interesting, right? Once you have all the practical laws, Yasu Oso seems extraneous to the Tanakama. So it says the Gemara, Mibarilash ain't shocking to Pesach al Hayachid. This is fascinating. The Kama de Efshar la Hadur me Hadrinon. This, this really sets off, this really sets off a huge discussion. Um, let, 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 let's, let's just at least say the shot of what this means. That according to the Rabbanon, Yasu Oso means that we try, Yasu is plural, right? Yasu is a plural word. We try, let's say there's only one guy, one poor, lonesome guy who ended up being Tameh and, and is now bringing the carbon Pesach Sheni. We try, just like with the Pesach Rishon, we do the Chabura with the crew, because we're a crew right for the carbon Pesach and we're, and we're a group. Just like we do that for Pesach Rishon, we try to do that for Pesach Sheni as well. So if there's only one Tameh individual, we try to get him a buddy for the Pesach Seder. So he doesn't have to have the Pesach Seder alone. You look at the Rashi, and the Rashi is incredible. The first wide line in the Rashi, it says, uh, oh my God! We're gonna have what? The ultimate taking one for the team. We're gonna get a guy to be to be, make himself tummy sheretz, in order so he can be tummy, in order so he can join his buddy for the carbon pesach sheni. That's one of the most amazing things you've ever heard. First of all, who says you could do such a thing? The chachila. It's a chiyuv kares. You know, you're gonna take upon a chiyuv kares, right? Says the art scroll. This seems problematic in view of what we learned earlier. Right, because we learned already two weeks ago that someone who's tameh from a sheretz can't have the pesach shechted on his behalf, and he's still chayav karis for, for failing to right to, to go to the mikvah in time. So that in itself is is amazing, um, and it's questionable whether the tameh sheretz helps. So uh, so how this plays out and the shitos uh, accordingly are in fact a, a huge topic of discussion. But just for the purposes of pshat, as we go further, just to understand that according to the Rabbanon, the Yasu of Yasu also, that Pasuk is teaching you that we're going to have um, multiple people who are going to try to eat the Karm Pesach Sheni B'chabura, just as we do in the Karm Pesach Rishon. It's the suggestion of Rashi that somebody would take one for the team and, and, and intentionally be Matam Sharetz that becomes a giant topic of discussion. But the actual idea of having the Karm Pesach Sheni B'chabura is, is, um, is more, is simpler to understand. And so basically what we mean in the Halakha Lemaise is if you have Korn Pesach Sheni, so, um, you just have people trying to look at, uh, you know, today it would be easier, right? You would just post it. You say, I'm looking for somebody to do the Korn Pesach Sheni, you just start a WhatsApp group. And then, and then, and then you could do it at Halakha Lemaise. It's not likely to have only one individual who's stomach. Okay. Fine, 20 lines up. Thunder about in the middle of the Tzadik Kamenov. But Kechol Chukasa Pesach Yatsu also. Okay. So we're going to get a little bit more into the Tzukim here. You would have thought, so now it's just spelling it out, everything that we said before, so it flows like water here. That you would have thought that just like in the Karm Pesach Rishon, you can't have Chametz at home when you're bringing it, so to Pesach Sheni, you can't have Chametz. So the Pesach is telling you that, that again, that only, um, only those, um, only, only those aspects of the Korban Pesach Rishon that have to do with the Korban bringing itself, albeit extrinsic, but still having to do with the actual ceremony, so to speak, that only those things are something that have to be applicable to Korban Pesach Sheni, but not something totally external like actually having comments at home. Okay. The Einleil Mitzvah Asay, Mitzvah Los Asay Minayin. So that's the Mitzvah Asay, right? Um, but where do I know that this, that also the Los Asays that apply to the Korban Pesach Rishon would apply to the Pesach Sheni? So every read in the Psukim, there's also a love, right, of, of Nisar. That's also included. So now again, we're analyzing the Tzukim in a different way. Whereas before, we looked at general, specific, and then general. Now we're looking at another dimension of this, which is, right, lav, lav anitak and ase, right? Okay, so now, the, right, so, so we already discussed uh, the ase, which is amatas from yachlu, right? And we already discussed, and, and we already discussed, and now we're discussing that the mitzvah ase. And then mitzvah lo sase mi nine, tam lo So now we have the lo sase that 
uh, that assays and also los assays that apply to the Korban Pesach Rishon should apply to the Korban Pesach Sheni. So this is extra dimensions, as I said, it's layers. It's in addition to those things which are intrinsic and even peripheral, but part of the Korban Pesach Rishon, those would apply to the Pesach Sheni, and also aspects that are assay and los assay that apply to Pesach Rishon should apply to the Pesach Sheni. As the Gemara continues, it says, los assay Right, Nisar is a los assay, that's a nitek assay, because we have the los assay of not leaving it over, and then the assay of burning that which is left over. Mis los assay gomer minayin. How are we going to know that if it's a full los assay that applies to the Pesach Rishon, that that would also apply to the Pesach Sheni? Talmud lamar lo yishrubo. So we learn, also the Pasuk also says you shouldn't break the bone. That is a straight up los assay, has, it's not connected to any assay, nothing else uh, attached to it. And therefore, assays, los assays, and lava nitek assay that apply to the Korban Pesach Rishon are also going to apply to Korban Pesach Sheni. As the Gemara says, Ma haprat meforosh mitzvah asay velot asay shenitak asay velot asay gamar. Right, just as in the Pesukim when you read them, you have your mitzvah asay, and then you have your matzus mar mechlu, and then you have your los asay shenitak asay, which is the noisar, and then velos asay gamar, right, which is the etzim lo yishperbo. Just like all three of those examples are uh, written in the in the commandments of the korban pesach sheni, then af kol mitzvah asay velos asay shenitak asay velos asay gamar. Those examples, matzus mar mechlu and noisar and right. And Vesem Lushberbo aren't meant to be the only examples. They're paradigms. Any other assay, los assay, and lavanitak assay that would apply to the Karm Pesach Rishon would also apply to the Karm Pesach Sheni. That's the point. Now, those are paradigms. Okay. Now, says the Gemara, Okay. So now you're telling me that it's a paradigm. Well, what other halachas are there besides Nisar, Vesem Lushberbo, and Matsumar Miachlu? What are you coming to include by telling me that this is a paradigm? Says the Gemara, it's Li Eish. Uh-huh. So the assay is sliesh. Not only do you have to eat it, you also have to roast it. Okay. Um, it's amazingly not mentioned in the psukim. When we mention the psukim, psukim don't say sliesh. So the psukim, for whatever reason, only delineate right those examples that we that, that, that they, they do and that are brought up in the gemara. So sliesh, we're going to learn from assay. Okay. So this is what I was saying before. That the paradigm, let's say for the assay, is going to be amatz machlim yachlu. So it's going to include sliesh. What is it going to exclude? Right? So it's going to exclude Hashbasasar, this idea again of Tashbisu, right? Because, because, uh, Sliesh is going to be, right, intrinsic, and Hashbasasar, right, Tashbisu, by Rabbi Matzah is going to be extrinsic. But the truth of the matter is, like we were saying before, intrinsic, extrinsic is not necessarily, right, something that we would say is Mukhrach, right? Why would it include one thing and exclude another? So that's what the Gemara itself says now. Ebuchana, right? Maybe when it says, it's trying to include or and exclude Sliesh. Like, who's to know? Says the Gemara, Mitzvah de Gufay Adif. Wow. That the intrinsic, the Mitzvah de Gufay, that which is intrinsic to the Guf of the Korban, is preferable. So, that is really quite a uh, limud. In other words, after all that, we're basically saying, well, really, we could have learned it the other way, but you know what? Since Sliesh is something intrinsic to the Korban, that, that would imply that that's what the Psukim uh, were referring to. That would imply that that's what the Psukim meant. So, as Burma says, like, when, whenever, whenever it's not mukhrach, right? When you have real lambdas and it's and it's mukhrach and it's halacha, so then it's in a way sometimes easier, right, to follow the thread of logic. Here we're we're trying so hard to understand exactly what the psukim say, and then the gemara just says mitzvah the gufei adif. This assumption that it applies to that which is part of the carbon itself, and it doesn't apply to that which is extrinsic to the carbon. Now it's already second nature to us, right? When we when we bring the carbon pesach sheni. 
and have it reinstituted, and it's not just uh, Hasidic meeting matzah on, on, on Pesach Sheni, right? So it'll be intuitive to us that those things which have to do, and it makes sense, right, to our uh, Balabatosh minds, that that which has to do with the actual carbon itself, right, Pesach Sheni is really more of a carbon holiday. That which has to do with the carbon itself is going to be obviously um, uh, applicable, whereas those halachas that have to do with Chametz matzah are going to be external. But the, mitzvah, but the Gemara is saying that that wasn't obvious as you're learning the Pesukim, it just comes out from the idea of mitzvah the gufe adif. But the Pesukim don't themselves necessarily say that it has to do with the goof. It's just that that's the assumption in the Gemara and that's how the Allah manifests. Okay. And the Gemara is going to say this again. It's going to say uh, two, twice more. So first we had it with the Amat Samar Michlu. Now we're going to say it for each of the other kinds of, right, I say and lot I say. So for example, Michlale lo yashir, so it's in, Michlale lo So again, so we started with the essay of Amat Samar Michlu. What about the lav of What is that coming to? We said it's a paradigm. So what is it coming to include, and what is it coming to exclude? Says the Gemara. So here you have some parentheses. So you try to try to dance between the raindrops of the parentheses here. It says lo totsi mimenu, right? That you can't. This means you can't take it out of the house once you start. Right? Once you start, we know this already, right? That once you start eating the carbon pesach, you have to stay. Remember the servant that was eating by the tanur, and then he couldn't leave, right? And then we had a question of whether the rest of the chabura would join him, right? They would leave their private seder and sit by the ovens, and we said we, we're not doing that. We're taking you out of our chabura. But right, so once you start, you can't move. Okay, so that's what's teaching you that that would apply to the carbon pesach sheni as well. Okay, okay. So what are we excluding? Lawyer over lawyer So there again, whereas before it was tashbisu, now we're using it to be because, right? Because amazingly, according to this uh, part of the Gemara, Bayerah Bayamatzeh is a lav hanita klase. Vashi says that when you find the chametz, right, the lav is Bayerah Bayamatzeh. The ase is when you find it, you have to tashbisu. Rashi holds that tashbisu is the ase of Bayerah Bayamatzeh. Back to that hawk. You want to, this harkens back to the beginning of the Masechta. Is that going to be something that the commentaries are going to notice and spill uh, gallons of ink about? You better believe it is. <laughs> This is a real, real issue. The relationship between Bayerai, Bayamata, and Tashbisu is one of the big loved sugyas in all of Masechus Pesachim. Uh, this, this Gemara is, is sort of innocently a data point, uh, at least according to Rashi, of how Tashbisu, right, it says Beferish, Bayerai, Bayamata is a lav hanitaklase. So this certainly implies that Tashbisu is the, right, is the assay of Bayerai, Bayamata. Andrew, uh, do we have time to spend five hours on that issue or should we go on? Just okay, we're going to say I'm sending an appointment. <laughs> okay, so you say like this, Epochana, Okay, so again, um, right, so, so why are we going to take on this, this is what we said before, right? Like, why are we going to take on this idea that you can't move once you've started to eat um, and exclude Bali Rabbi Matze? Why don't you just learn the opposite, that you include Bali Rabbi Matze and exclude Totsim Menu? Says the Gemara again, Mitzvah de Gufay Adif. So again, it goes back to whatever is intrinsic to the carbon we're going to retain and that which is peripheral we're going to uh, do away with, okay? So that was the Ase and the Lava Nitak Let's finish it off with the Lotase. Bichalei the Esamo Yishburbo. So now we're going to discuss the Lotase as we turn to Tadakim and Bez. My Kamarabe, what is that? Paradigm trying to include al tochlum emenu no. There's the assert, right? The losa say of it can't be partially roasted. So bifateka mai kamimate. So what are we excluding? So okay, so like the carbon pesach rishon, the carbon pesach sheni shouldn't be partially roasted. So what are we excluding? We say lotishkes al chametz dam zivchi, right? That you can't while in possession. That's what that that's what that uh, halacha means, right? That while you're in possession of chametz, then you can't. Uh, bring the carbon pesach. Rashi explains. Right. So 
right, milotishchat, in other words, right, you might have had even a havamina that, okay, you can't approach this whole ceremony while you have chabetz, uh, but, but maybe, so, but maybe even from the other psukim, so we know, right, that, that it's okay. You can have chabetz at home. But maybe you have to call your wife and sink it, let's say she's home or whoever is home. You have to sink it so that at the moment of the shechita, the fachot, right, you don't have chabetz in the house, no. Even at the time that you're shechting, you're actually in the process of shechting, you can, in fact, have chabetz. That's how Rashi explains that this same is, right, the extrinsic one seems to always be the same. Like, just basically don't have, don't have chabetz in your position. It's by matzai, it's tashvisu, it's having it in your house. Okay. That's the one extrinsic one. Everything else seems to kind of be the same. So the Gemara again asks, but we know what's coming. Mitzvah the Gufei Adif. Right? That all those things that have to do with the actual preparation of the Karm Pesach Sheni are going to be those things that are applicable and similar to the Karm Pesach Rishon. Fine. Two dots, three lines down. Rishon, Ton, Hal, What's the, what's the Hala situation? We said that the Karm Pesach Sheni, you're, you're going to, again, recite Hala while you're shackling it, but not while you're eating it. Okay, so we know immediately. Where do we learn that? Rabbi Yochanan, Shem, Amakra, Hashir, Yelachem, Kaleel, Hiskadesh, Chag. This is Yishayo, uh, the prophet, um, prophesizing about the ultimate song of redemption. Redemption song will be one which will be in the night, Kaleel, Hiskadesh, Chag. The, light, the night of the Yontiv, right? So the night of the Yontiv is like, right, Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So when, when the redemption, Bezat Hashem, Bimei, Remain, will come, it'll be like that special, amazing night. Now, that means that only that night, which is a Chag, right? Chag as indicated by the Karn Pesach Rishon. So, right, the Karn Pesach Rishon is considered a Chag, and it's only that night that you're going to eat, that you're going to sing Halal while you eat. But that night, which is Pesach Sheni, which is the makeup one, which is not really the Atzim Chag, is not going to have Halal while you are eating it. Okay? Now, however... Right next to dots, the mission said that both of them are going to be saying halal when you shachted. So I'm ask my time up. Well, okay, so we just brought a pasuk that says we don't actually say halal that night while we're eating it. So why do we say? Why do we say it while we shachted? So the gemara to that offers two possibilities. So first of all, as we know, korban pesach rishon and korban pesach sheni is ben harabayim. It's during the day. A pasuk in Yishayahu that's talking about the redemption song is talking says says the word laila in it. So right, you shachted korban pesach erev pesach. During while it's still daylight hours, and then that night at the seder, you you so to speak, that's when that's when you also sing halal again. Okay, fine. So you don't have a pesach seder, so a pesach sheni where you're singing halal at night, but you are singing halal when you bring it during the day because the pasuk only excluded it at night. That's one possibility. halal. An amazing, amazing comment. That we have all the paraphernalia, right? You're shechting a pesach, you're bringing a lulav. You're, you got all the stuff for Yantiv. You're not going to say halal, that's pasnish, so to speak, right? It's me, right? So it makes it sound like it's connected to the mitzvah. Vary Libyus, the great Dachyomi Master, talks about the connection between halal and the mitzvahs that we perform, right? This is not, this doesn't sound like a, a logically rigorous argument. What do you mean? If you're chayyab to say halal, you say halal. If you don't, you don't. No, no, no. If, you're, if, if you see, that's your tell. If you bring a Korn Pesach, if you're walking around with a lulav, if you have the paraphernalia of the Yantiv, that's a trigger that you're going to be saying halal. Very interesting connection between the mitzvahs and the actual um, recitation of halal. Okay. So two dots, twelve lights down, v'nechal and sli, you have to eat it roasted, right? And as the Mishnah said, with matzah mar, and it's docha Shabbos. Okay, so the Gemara says Shabbos into Malo, right? If you're a in the Mishnah, you read it, you see that, that in fact the Korban Pesach Sheni is Doche Shabbos. You bring it on Shabbos. But what about Tzuma? Well, wait a minute. We just got, we just got the, there because of Pesach, because we were Tomei, right? This is in direct contrast with Pesach Rishon. Remember, we talked about Pesach Rishon at great length, that if all the nation is Tomei, then they bring the Korban Pesach Rishon Betumah, right? Or Rove the nation is Tomei, they bring their Korban Pesach Rishon Betumah. So what if Rov the nation is Tameh again, for Korban Pesach Sheni, what would you say then? So the Gemara is saying, Shabbos in Tumalo, that you don't bring the Korban Pesach Sheni, but if you miss Rishon and then miss Sheni again, then you've just missed Korban Pesach, 
Says the Gemara, Masnisin de lo Rabbi Yehuda. That that part of the mission is likely, not like Rabbi Yehuda. The Tanya, Dochas Shabbos, Vein Dochas Atoma, Rabbi Yehuda, Oimer, Av Dochas Atoma. Right, we have the Tanakhama that sounds like the Diuk in our Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda himself said that the Korban Pesach Sheni is going to be brought even Betuma. Okay, so now we'll see. My time is the Tanakhama. So we say, what would be the reason of Tanakama that you can't bring a bituma? We say we bring the chisiv yachsav yasa bituma. The whole reason we're out here for the korban pesach sheni is because he was telling me in the first place and he couldn't bring the korban pesach rishon. So now we're going to let him do it bituma. If we if we didn't have a problem with bituma, we would have let him. We wouldn't even be here. We would have let him bring the korban pesach rishon. Okay, that's logical. What's Rabbi Yehuda smart? Says the Gemara of Rabbi Yehuda. I tell you, chazar lav lasos bitaru lo zocha yasa bituma. It's like the Torah when he first came bituma for pesach rishon said, you know what? This is this is not the best. Let's give you another shot to do it bitaru if you can. Okay, he showed up, he was coming again. Okay, so we say, fine, at least we tried. <laughs> right, we say, we tried. So it's kind of like, are we being dogmatic about it? I mean, now I'm just saying about this, right? Obviously, um, right, it makes it sound like a, like a conversation between friends, right? Obviously, it's much deeper than that. But it makes it sound like there's two ways of looking at this kind of second chance. Two ways, this would be the Goranowitz Musser moment of looking at second chances. Like, if you have a second chance and you fail the second time around, so do we say, well, now you're a failure and we gave you a chance and now, we're, now you blew it and you'll never have it again? Or do we say, right, like Rabbi Yehuda says that you failed the first time, you tried, it was nice that you gave it a second effort, but you didn't make it, so let's just, we're going to give it to you anyway. Okay, fine. Now, Tanar Bonam, Pesach Rishon Doches HaShabbos, Pesach Sheni Doches HaShabbos. We have a brisa here that's going to spell out these inyonim, right, uh, explicitly. The Pesach Rishon is Doches HaShabbos, Pesach Sheni Doches HaShabbos, Pesach Rishon Doches HaShabbos, Pesach Sheni Doches HaShabbos. Wow, Pesach Sheni is also Doches HaShabbos. That sounds straight up like a Yehuda. Then it says, Pesach Rishon Ton Lina, this is another lacha that we have not yet mentioned, which is that in the Pesach Rishon, you have to stay overnight. You know, the, the like I said, the um, Travel deal, Shlomo's called like Yerushalayim uh, hotel business is going to be booming at that point because everybody has to stay at least one night minimum. Really, in Yerushalayim, you have to stay even more. You have to stay longer because you have to stay all of Yantif, right? So if you have to at least stay during Yantif. You can't leave the Tchum. So anybody, anything within the Tchum, all those hotels are going to do great. Um, and so too in Pesach Sheni. Okay. So the Gemara says, Doches Atuma, command Rabbi Yehuda, right? The second halacha brought here was it's Doches Atuma. It sounds exactly like Rabbi Yehuda. Oh, Rabbi Yehuda, Lina. But the problem is, so again, because of the fact that the Brisa says explicitly that the Pesach Sheni is Doches Atuma, that would imply that the entire Brisa is like Rabbi Yehuda, because that was the Machlokas Rabbi Yehuda and Tanakama. However, we have an explicit source stating that Rabbi Yehuda's Shita with regards to Lina was not what the Brisa says. Uh, as follows, says the Gemara, Where do we learn that you don't have to stay overnight to Pesach Sheni? The Pesach says that the next morning you can go back to your tent. And then it says, uh, in the very next pasuk, right, that you have to eat matzah. So it sounds like hanechal l'shisha ton lina. Sheinechal l'shisha ain ton lina. It sounds like this obligation of staying overnight is is linked only to the right to the first korban pesach that is linked to the eating of matzah for right for the entire rest of yantiv. So that would imply that korban pesach sheni does not require lina. So so the gemara answers straight tonight. I believe it, Rabbi Yehuda, that those are in fact two different prices. One would say that Rabbi Yehuda, right, that, that one would say that the Tana holds that Rabbi Yehuda. Um, actually holds that it's totally not one saying uh, that he's not and therefore that is a machlokas within Rabbi Yehuda, and therefore we can uh, maintain that he holds that it's doche satoma but we have machlokas with regards to whether it's totally not. okay so now we arrive at the mission in the middle of Sadakeim Beis and now we're, we're going to talk about as we said the tumma, right the, the, the Korban Pesach being brought by Tumah. Says the Mishnah. That was a good segue. Pesach Shabbat Tumah, lo yochel mimenu zavin v'zavos nidos v'yoldos. Okay. So we have these individuals, and we already mentioned them. Uh, common, this is common's area of Tumah. So when you bring the Korban Pesach in a state of Tumah. So what the Mishnah is trying to say is that that would only apply to what? To those who are tummy mace. But the Tumah that's yotzimi gufo, right? These people who are tummy because they're zav or nida, etc. or yoledes, right? Those people are not counted in 
first of all, the majority of the kahal is tamay, and they can't eat of the Korban Pesach in a state of Toma. So all this discussion of most of the nation being tamay and eating the Korban Pesach in a state of Toma, our Mishnah is making a very important qualification. All that has to do only with tamay mace. We knew this, but we're just now saying explicitly because we were aware of this Mishnah. That was only referring to tamay mace. But if you're tamay yutsumi gufo, those cannot eat the Korban, uh, the korban Pesach. They're in fact, right, they still need to bring a Korban. They need to, they, they, still, have to, they still have to, um, do a whole bunch of procedures before they can be eligible for any of the Sakhil's Pesach. However, the Mishnah continues the great Chiddush, which is Vim Achlup Turmikares, whereas normally if you go and you eat this Korban at that state, you'd be Chayav Kares. These individuals are Patamikares. We already quoted this halacha, and it's, and it's really a major Chiddush that we say, we sort of like say, you know, we understand that you're eager to eat the Korban Pesach. Really, you're not allowed to do so. Uh, but if you did do so, we're not going to give you a Chayav Kares because we kind of get it that you want to be part of it. But please don't do that. It's still us, okay? Even further, they're not only Right? Can you eat the car, the, from the carbon, but you don't get cars even from going into the mikdash? That's the Mishnah. So it says the Gemara, Tanar Bonan, Zavid Vizavis Nidus Yaldus Shakhlu Pesach Shibabatuma. Right? If, if they did eat Pesach Shibabatuma, Yachal Yuchayavin, Talmud Lomar, where do we learn this idea that they don't get the cars? We learn from the Pesach, Kol Tahor Yochal Basar, Va Nefesh Asher Tochal Basar, Mizevach Ashlavi Mashal Hashem, Betumaso Allah, Venichrasa. Okay? So the Pesach is teaching you, right? That when you eat these carbonas, you're you actually get curries. That's the pasuk that teaches you that it's an iser curries. However, look at the pasuk carefully. It says the gemara nechal etaharim chayavim alav mishum tamei. Bishe eino nechal etaharim ein tameim chayavim alav mishum tamei. In other words, that says the gemara where it says called tahar yachal basa. That this idea of the iser curries coming to the person who's tamei only applies to carbonas that can only be eaten betahara called tahar yachal basa. Now, what is unique to the current pesach already is that we're letting people who are tamei mace eat the current pesach. Aha. So once we see that the Mace can eat the Korban Pesach, we see that this Isra Kares is not applicable anymore, even to those who are not allowed to eat the Korban Pesach. It's not, right, um, with the punishment of Kares attached to it. Amazing. That is the Pesach. Now, as we said, that you can even go into the Mikdash. Right? Even if you push your way all the way to the Zarah, right? And when you're brought, so let's say people are bringing the Korban Pesach and we say it's brought the Tumah. So, you might have thought that the Chayav Kares. So, Talmud Lomar, uh, this is the Pasuk source as follows. Right, we say that any use Sarua or Zav or Tamela Nefesh, well, there it says actually Tamei Base. All of those have to be what? Nishloch Mechane, which means there's an Isra Kares of coming in to the area. So it says the Gemara, Bismanch, Tamei Mesim, Mishtachin, Zav, Mitzra, Mishtachin. That when the Tamei Mesim, right? So you would have thought, oh, well, it includes Tamei Mesim. So that means that even they are Chayav Kares. But they say, no. It's, it's actually saying that it's grouping them all together, which means that only when the Tamei Mesim can't come into the Azara. Are we going to exclude the Tzuru and the Zav with, or it, rather include them in the Isra Kares, right? Say that, that it's going to be, right, um, an Isra Kares for them to do. But ain't Tmei Mesim Mishtachin, ain't Zav and Tzuru Mishtachin. That at the time that Tmei Mesim are allowed to come, which is when? Only one time, which is during the um, shechting of the Korban Pesach. So then, the Zav and Mitzrayim are also not Mishtachin. Now, it doesn't mean that they're not Mishtachin. They're not, like, invited. They're not on the guest list. But nevertheless, it's not an Isra Kares. That's the Chiddush of, of the Gemara over there. Okay. So now we have a couple of minutes left. So we have the boy of Yosef. We also want to know four lines up from the wide, right? Right. So let's say if you were to maze and you go all the way into the hechal, so what would be the So mid Would you say that since they could go into the azara, that would you say that they're also allowed to go uh, even further into the hechal? Okay. So let's see. So it says the Gemara. Right. That. Maybe you'll say that even though you need, uh, right, even though you need to go into the Hechal, right, that would only be for the Korban Pesach, right? But um, again, even though you need to go into the Azara, rather, for the Korban Pesach, you don't need to go into the Hechal for the Korban Pesach, and therefore you can split off the area. In other words, the Azara, which is outside of the Hechal, that you can go into, because obviously that you have to do for the Korban Pesach, and that even if you're, you're not going to get Karis, even if you're a Mitzara, let's say. However, 
the Heichal itself is off limits. So, Amar Rava, Amar Kravi, Shlachum, and Machane, Afilo Mixus Machane. Rava learned it to, to imply that even if you're allowed in one area, right, the default is that the restricted area remains restricted, so that the Heichal is off limits. Okay. So, you could Amir, some say, Amar Rava, Amar Kravi, Shlachum, Machane, El Machus, Machane, to Shlachum, Kol Heichal, Karim, El Machus, Machane, to Shlachum, Karim, Baby, Shlachum, in Machane. So, meaning the opposite, that it's either all or nothing, where you don't need to be kicked out of the camp entirely, right, is where we're going to, basically, it's all or nothing. In other words, the way the Ikad Amri is the opposite, which is to say, you don't split up at the Heichal and Azara, but rather, whenever you can't go into the Eichal, you can't go into the Azar either. And whenever you can go into the Eichal, that's a Chiddush, you can, in fact, enter the Azar. So we'll continue with the last line. That's like, Kemal Beis tomorrow, Boy Rabbi Yosef. Is that not what I said? Oh, so Chaim, correct me. Anytime you go into the Azar, you can go even further into the Eichal, further in, into the Eichal. That's what I uh, meant to say. Thank you, Chaim Shaft, the legend, legend pulls through again.